Welcome to Trial by Wine. We take a closer look at crimes that highlight how fascinating humans can be. Schmitty, Swanee and Clarky visit crimes and run them through their jury of three, debating both sides of the case to agree an appropriate, if totally fictitious, sentence. Please be advised, Trial by Wine may include explicit or disturbing content and will include drunken rambling. Listener discretion is advised. All right, how are we? Very well, thank you. <sighs> Moderately tipsy. Yeah. Oh. So for our listeners, oh, we're doing some back-to-backs now because the countdown is on for uh, Woo and Clarkie to go overseas. We don't yes, want down, and so Swanee we've... as well. They might and not Swanee. come oh back. Oh, my God, everyone. <laughs> no, we are overseas. coming back. I was Googling on the weekend um, long-term rentals in Italy, and you can get places for 500 Australian dollars a month. Well, oh, yeah. And that's sure the cheaper ones. Your... Make sure you take your microphone, your laptop, oh, yeah. your headsets. I couldn't be any different than Perth. <laughs> yeah, what's that? A billion dollars a month? Oh no, I wasn't talking about that. I meant it's oh. in terms of calling in. As long oh. as you've got, you know, I mean, it's just being oh, yeah, a bit more good exciting. internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. yeah. you think we struggle with the two-hour time difference? Anyway, that would be weird. Well, Kate Langbrook did her. Oh, no, I was just thinking breakfast that. Yeah. show from Italy, so she did. So it's doable. Yeah, it would just become trial by coffee for. <laughs> some of us in trial by wine. Oh, heart, yeah, I was going to say, you'd have certainly some beautiful wines to. Mm-hmm. There you go. Maybe you mm. have to do like um, trial by wine, the Italian. <sighs> trial by vino. Yes. Vino. Well, yes, we just bra- uh, had a short break. So I'm Schmidty. I'm Swanee. And I'm Clarky. And together we are. Trial, trial by. by- Wine. And what are we drinking? Yeah. Another Diet Coke colour? No, I want the water now. Water. Mm. Although, to be fair, some Play of this hard. actually, I've got a little bit of DC left uh, from well, it. Not DC, sorry. Coke Zero from last time. That is what happens when you're doing the story. You don't have time to drink. Drink yet. No, Not so true. I'll finish that off. <laughs> <laughs> Some, well, over five hours. Yeah, you do get a chance to have a drink. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was struggling to say my words after the end of that. I didn't, didn't even know that was an excuse for that last episode. I couldn't speak. Oh, all the place names and surnames and that was very challenging. Yes. So what have you got, boys? Uh, well, I'm just polishing off the last of the Greyland, but Stuart's on to the Big Red Duck 2020 Heath for Chiraz, which is the oh, one we make. that we make, yeah, if you listen oh, right. to us regularly. No, I do, and yet I never remember that that's yours, yeah. But I do um, like a Heathcote Shiraz, so I'm always impressed by that. Oh, it's very nice, Dale. It's very nice. It's north, north, different, unusual. Mm. I'm drinking a Damson Gin. So, oh, as I said, I um, went sober on the last one. Uh, yeah. It is my story, so hopefully I won't get too shozzled, schmozzled, whatever the word is on this one. Shit-faced. Uh, yeah, <laughs> too, too succinct I can't even say sozzled. Yeah. Okay. So this is one of those stories that I'd heard about at the time. So I lived this story in some <gasps> respects. Oh. If you've done the same story I've done, we're going to have a fight. Oh, I doubt it. You like the okay. Australian ones and I like the UK ones. We haven't yeah. done the same. You've absolutely nailed no, that. Well done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was still living in the southwest, aka the Wild West, and this was enormous news. So there is I'm a sure lot that goes on in the southwest. It- well, this is actually set up north, but, yes, there's a lot right. that goes up on, on in England and, and the UK. And you've got to remember, it's a population of 60 million people. In a very mm. small area. 
And, you know, when we pull all these ones out from America, I think it's also worth noting there's 300 million people. So the bigger the population, the more yeah. likely you're going to have a crime. Uh, I think the key there, Swanee, is in very close proximity because you get a whole lot more tense when there's a lot of people around. And, yes, you, you know, you get that sort of underlying angst where you're like, oh, would you just fucking not do whatever it is that you do? Yeah. And yeah. so I can imagine for the right person in the wrong circumstances, they would just go, right, Triggered. You're, you're nicked, Gov. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was saying I was still in the southwest, and this was really big news. And so, Swanee, I really do think this will ring a bell. In fact, you'll probably know this once I get into it. I hope so. It'll ring your bell. bell. It'll ring, ring your bell. Your bell. bell. Ding your dong. bell. I've just had a memory. Ring a ling a ling. When I was in the gong. Mm. Colette is teaching. No, the bell, darling, the bell. Colette, who sang the song, <laughs> Yeah, right? he sang that song, yeah. She's teaching one of my friend's daughters. Well, I can't remember what she was teaching because she came home and she said, Music? Mum, have you ever heard? Bad 80s history. It, I don't think it was music, actually. <laughs> I don't think it was music. That, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, she no, would not have taught music. But I had a couple of drinks that I can't recall. But anyway, that you've taken me straight back. Colette, it must be in the gong, teaching something. In her okay. bike shorts? In her bike shorts. Was she still in her bike she shorts? Was, she was so, I thought she was gorgeous. Did she? She probably is. She'd probably come back to the bike shorts they're in again. She's probably very nice. Do you remember her arm movement? She said, ring yeah. my bell. You certainly do. Ring did. my bell. Totally. Bell. I'm scarred by it. I used to watch okay. a lot oh. of Rage. Sorry, I've just got to put Colette in and Shea Panda's still on. Oh, Shea Panda. Oh, Shea Panda was cute in the end. I know, I felt so awful for all those nasty things I said about Shea Panda. I know, because when I first heard it, I kept going, what? What are you calling it? What? What's it called? And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my God, Shea Panda. What? I love you, Shea Panda. I miss you. Shea Panda, you represent the bond and, un, you know, I can't think of the word. What's the eternal bond between, owner and puppy. Shea Panda, your memory will live on long with the trial by one. Crew, mm. yes. Yep. It, on okay. the merch? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Shea <laughs> sure. Panda. Shea what? Shea Panda. Bits out. <laughs> Put it away, Shea Panda. Put it in the bum bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> merch bum bag. <laughs> Shea Panda carrier. <laughs> My sources are Wikipedia, thesun.co.uk, themirror.co.uk, birminghammail.co.uk. Oh, I feel like you could say Birmingham Mail better than that. Birmingham Mail. <laughs> Co. UK. Oh, you're good at that. <laughs> oh, well done. Who do you know from Birmingham that you channel for that to get it so? Actually, there was a bloke who worked in my current place years ago and he'd ring up and go, Caroline, oh. Caroline, I'm a bit confused. <laughs> like, yeah, Did you say you sound it? He sounded like he's from the young ones or the goodies or something. Yeah. Look everywhere. He's coming he's coming through through the door. Door. He was from Birmingham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, theguardian.co.uk, the dailystar.co.uk, and pretty much all the Murdoch affiliates. Mm. So this story involves a Karen, oh. but not, not the type of Karen that we've come to recognise as a modern stereotype. What's Just the other one? I'll get to her. Oh. In case you're not aware of the slang term and its meaning, meaning, here's what Wikipedia has to say on it. Karen is a pejorative term used as slang for a white woman perceived as entitled or demanding beyond the scope of what is normal. 
The term is often portrayed in memes depicting white women who use their white privilege to demand their own way. Depictions include demanding to speak to the manager, being racist, or wearing a particular bob cut hairstyle, which I take offence at because that's been my hairdo for like 30 years. But anyway, a notable example. fits. No, I disagree. Mm -hmm. It's not a bob. It's that the American one has that part fringe kind of thing with that bit there. It's horrendous. That's it, concave. You're right, but not a a concave. Not like yours. Mine's a concave bob. You've got a a Cameron Diaz. You do, yes. You do not have a bloody Karen bob. Let's. All right. Okay. Bloody. A notable example of a Karen was the Central Park bird watching incident, of which I don't know what it is because it's Wikipedia, in 2020, or, and this is the bit I added, that Karen in Melbourne oh. during COVID who oh. said when challenged as to why she was out of her 5K radius, she'd walked all the walks in Brighton. She was a Karen. Um, she certainly did, was. Did the term Karen originate in America? I think it did. Did it? I think it did. I think it did, but it Cause, very quickly. Because Karen of Brighton was, was my up. first Karen. Really? Oh, no. You I never forget Karen's your first Karen. <laughs> oh, my kids were calling me a Karen there for a couple of maybe months or years. It seems oh, really? really? Like how very well, dare when, they? When, when, when are they still thing? alive? Your love oh, for them, them must be so oh, strong. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's my love for them. It's just self-restraint. Um, <laughs> no, I think... But do you remember when it was a big thing during COVID? I think there was a massive thing. Everything was Karen. Oh, you're a Karen. Yeah, Karen at Bunnings. Yeah, Karen. Yes. So I think that was the kids were just hearing a lot at school as well. Or yeah, right. Not at, not at school in lockdown. It was everywhere. So well, if I, I'd right. say anything, I'd be called a Karen. I'm not sure racism makes a Karen. <laughs> it does. Yes, it does. No, I think racism just makes a racist asshole. Yeah. No, but Karen's, it's all about, the, uh, you know, connected to white privilege and very much about being uh, above other people. But so I don't. They, I agree with that. But I also think that so many of the original Karens were not the American character. No, they probably were. But the American, just Sorry. a bit low rent, nearly like you know, they just they're more those people who have an opinion on everything and go into a shop and complain about everything. The shop might be Trump Walmart, followers. for God's sake. Correct. Yeah. They might, but be also Walmart. react really poorly. Your Karen from Brighton is a really highbrow. Yeah, like she was Karen. highbrow. She was a highbrow Karen. That's not but what the I Karen think. Karen Bunnings was yeah. foul. Yeah. But I think. <laughs> what was the Karen at Bunnings? I don't remember. Andy Vaxxer or something. Uh, she went thing. off at um, someone because she wouldn't wear a mask. Wow. I think. Oh, and she had her sovereign rights, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, she and gets a piece she's of paper, pushing the yeah. trolley and the woman. So she had a trolley distance between her and the woman that called her a Karen. Yeah. She turned around, she goes, Can you keep your distance? And she goes, There's a trolley in front of me, darling. I'm pushing a trolley. That's There's your meter. It's not meter and a half, it's a meter. Mm, yeah. A trolley made up. Yeah, but you don't have your mask on. No, but I think Karen didn't wear a mask. I think Karen would have been the anti-masker. Yeah, she, yeah. Wasn't, she just didn't believe that she needed to wear a mask, probably yeah. because COVID wouldn't infect her. This goes on to say, uh, terms considered a pejorative, blah, 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 I believe it's sexist, ageist, classist, against women this is, and used to control women's behaviour. As of the 2020. Karen is. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, interesting. You know, calling calling someone a Karen is is basically to put them down so they'll shut up. Well, Swanee, how do you feel? Because you aren't a Karen and you were getting called one. So I was only by my kids. True. I could say whatever they like. That's saying yeah, yeah. Because they know uh, how much I would hate it. They did it to, you know. Yeah, right. To wind me up. I don't. They used it as a pejorative term. That's correct. right. Yes, but they. Yeah. I don't yeah. know that they think that I to control was your behaviour. Oh <laughs> no, but I, I think it is a legitimate term for certain people. It just isn't one that should be as widely used as it is. But that's yeah, the I think it is. I think things. it's misused a lot too. I think yeah. it, it became. 
I was aware of it before it became very mainstream. So I used to think I used to kind of get it, but then it became so popular that it was just used for lots of different things. And that's I'd also think used. that certainly in my circles, most of the people using the term Karen were women, not uh, Karens. men. I can tell you that it's also been applied to male behaviour. Yeah. Um, and The Guardian called 2020 the year of Karen. So back to your Ooh, point about COVID, the COVID rising. COVID rising. Yeah, COVID rising. I like that. Yeah, oh, is, is it like a trilogy? COVID <laughs> rising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it was, the second one. Based on a lockdown. Yeah, and I think it's uh, probably exacerbated by the fact that people were locked oh down, my God. were anxious. Please yeah. look did that. have fucking haircut. That's the haircut. So that's very American, I think. Yeah, right. Felt cute, might speak to the manager later. Don't know. <laughs> Felt cute, it's might speak to the manager, manager later. <laughs> can't remember her name. That's funny. I, can I speak to the manager haircut? Yeah. That's not the Australian I, Karen haircut no. at all. No. No, okay. Anyway, all of that's very interesting, but the Karen in our story does not have a concave bob. Oh. And while she may well be a bit racist for all we know, she also wasn't one for asking to speak to the manager. There isn't a lot known about Karen's early life because that's not the saucy and interesting bit, but she was born in 1976 in West Yorkshire. We only really get a sense of what Karen was like when social services started to monitor her after the birth of her first child in 1996. I don't know that that happened to me. (laughs) I don't know if I started getting monitored after my first child. Or my I'm second or third, I don't know. How soon that happened? After her first. Like fairly. Mm. Quite soon. Like, did yeah. they know that she was pregnant and go, we're gonna have to monitor her the minute she Here's gives one. birth to that? Here's one. No, not so much. Mm, to be fair, they're in a pretty poor socioeconomic area. So it was that doesn't relatively mean she's common, a bad I child. Think. Bad mother, I mean. Mother, bad mother. Could mm, be a bad child. Well, we heard about that before. What was that little Oompa Loompa's I- name who was eighteen? Oh, no. Natalia? No. Natalia. She was a bad child. Yeah, she yeah, was yeah. a bad child. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know this is so inappropriate, but I think I saw an article the other day about <laughs> that, the, the lady who'd been adopted who was, like, oh. pretending to be a child. Joe, Natalia. Yeah. But I saw a man crying on a. There's an update. Yes. Have oh, you seen really? it? Really? No. I think the update was because the man was crying, in a, like the dad was crying in a crazy way going, you know, people are having a go at us, but. She was a criminal. She was trying to kill us, and he like hasn't really. She out she butted her ciggy out. Remember you? That was your comment from. She was like four, having a diary at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she had to put it out. Get her hair back. Pick me. Pick me. Right, I'm out of here. Oh, mummy, can I? <laughs> can I have All some right. vodka with my diary, mum? Okay. So anyway, going back to your point about whether or not being in a poor socioeconomic area and having a child was enough for social services to decide to watch her and whether or not that meant that she was a bad mother, Mm. I think by the end of this story you might realise that social services probably have seen this before and were able to pick it. Ah. But so had she done something prior to? Ah, She was just feral. You know, so and and she hung out with feral people, and it'll play out. So Karen was twenty when she had her first child, which is pretty good actually. She wasn't a pram face, so that's quite impressive. And early on, there were concerns about her parenting and ability to look after children. Over the course of the next twelve years, Karen had six more children oh to God. five or six different partners. Is um, riddle me this: if you. <laughs> 
kill six people in 12 years, you're a serial killer. If, if you, you have, have six, six children, children in 12 years, you're a serial baby breeder. Maker. Breeder, breeder. Yeah, yeah you're like you're the, you're the anti-serial killer, like you're <laughs> offsetting Doing their the bad behaviour. Adding to the it's gen like pop. carbon yeah. footprint. It's like carbon, carbon neutral. offsetting. Kill, yeah, killer yeah. neutral. Serial kill, killer she neutral. She probably goes, yeah. I only want to have two, but, oh, my God, they've killed another one. All right, let's go and have a third one. Oh, far out, they've killed another one. I don't think she was really worrying too much about having children. It seemed to be just something that she did regularly. They did try and suggest that she use contraceptive, etc., but she didn't seem terribly it, interested in that. It's probably less sporadic no. than a serial killer too, isn't it? Like, you know, it wasn't like, oh, we killed three in those two months. She has and to then, wait nine months yeah, 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 yeah. one comes <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, perhaps I should put my hand up for triplets. She might be in always. Oh, yeah, she could do that. But she might go, oh, shit, I'm three behind. Come on, jump on. Oh. Her ability to look <laughs> after much. the children was often in question. Oh, no, she jumps on a lot. So we'll just Clearly. Get um, her ability to look after the children was often in question. And on one occasion, Karen asked social services to take her second child, Shannon, into care for a bit to help her manage Though that didn't happen. She asked child services too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said, no, mate, you're doing a good job. Probably not you're doing a good job. I don't think that was there. So her children were on a a watch list. As social services were concerned for them, lots of people actually rang social services. It does sound like a serial killer, doesn't it? You're on a watch list. Yeah. Well, yeah, their children are at risk, so we're going to keep an eye on her. And they did make lots of visits. As I said, they tried to suggest that she stop having more children and how they go about that. They tried she to suggest spayed. <laughs> they tried no. <laughs> they tried to suggest that she clean up the house. Look at bigger shaped hand that crush. They can't cope. Not they they wanted her to not hang around. She she was hanging around some, with some people that they thought could pose a risk to the children. Riddle me this, and were she, they all to the uh, same father? No. No. She, no, no, no. She had five or six different fathers. <laughs> fathers. Keep up. I heard How that much before. did you drink in that last episode? Oh, anyway. probably just got distracted. The kids were on a watch list, including one that wasn't even born. How so, can an unborn kid be on a watch list? Well, because she is. So they're like, oh, she's pregnant again. Better, better keep an That's eye on that one too. That's unfair to that kid. That's like, you know, having priors when you're not even born. Like if, if the mum... Does a crime? The child the, hasn't done the, anything. The, yeah, wrong. That, that's right. The child. It's a watch list for their welfare. Yeah, it's exactly. a welfare. It's not because they've it's done something wrong. Yeah, they're watching her. They're watching her to make sure they're okay. So anyway, they all of them actually though did get removed from the list before the crime in question takes place. An article on the DailyMail.co.uk gave some further colour to the lifestyle Karen was living. Karen's standard day started when she woke the older children up so they could get ready and go off to school where they had their breakfast. Fond of the TV, she would turn it on first thing, though to be honest, so does Tony, uh, as he hates silence and I can't stand the telly being on in the morning. But anyway, I particularly hate morning TV shows and news shows that just loop the stories over Uh, and over again. And, yes, that is you, ABC. Anyway, and every other she, channel. Uh, ABC irritates me the most with that. She'd then hang out with her partner, Craig Meehan, who was 10 years her junior, and watch him play on his Xbox before Hot. watching her favourite TV show, The Jeremy Kyle <laughs> Show. Must be love, <laughs> oh, I thought this is like a bit of a socioeconomic commentary on. <laughs> we're going to all be Karens in this episode because oh, we're all going to feel like we're highbrow. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> I feel very judgy at this point. So, yes, 
Well, go right ahead. Don't put you your judgy pants on. You feel comfortable. Don't worry. The rest of the world judges this situation. So she, her favourite TV show was the Jeremy Kyle show. Do you remember that, Swanee? Very well. Is that yes. like the Jerry Springer show yeah. or something? Yeah, English yeah, version. Right. Like kind an English of, version yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah. And as I've noted, probably made her feel right at home as she could have been a contestant on <gasps> it. Then she would change the baby's nappy. I bothered to look up at what time Jeremy Kyle's show was on. Yeah. And it was on at 9.25 a.m. So mm. if that's her normal day, you so pick she the baby's nappy would finished. come first. Yeah. So I can't remember if it was an hour or half an hour, but let's say let's between say 10. 10 and 10.30, she gets around to changing the baby's nappy. From the night before. Um, I, yes, I see. Oh, so. She's quality, is she? Oh. Yeah. Anyway, if she Is at least though? put the nappy, if she at least put the nappy in the bin, that'd be good. Unlike some people referenced in our hoarders. Oh, I was thinking the same thing. After that, she'd check out eBay. And back in the day, because this was in two thousand and eight, a lot of this right. took place. Okay. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Real thing. I tell you what, eBay was awesome. Yeah. It was. You could get lots of really good stuff. I got some awesome secondhand things on eBay. Dildos. Anyway, then she. No, fur coats and silverware, all sorts of nice things. Anyway, then she'd watch more telly, play some Xbox herself, and if the mood took her, she'd clean up, which wasn't evident, so I don't think the mood took her very often. Yeah. The house was filthy with punch holes in several doors and a garden piled high with garbage. How nice is it to have punch holes in several doors to really make you feel good about yourself? Well, maybe maybe they just needed some more breeze, was, so they thought we'll just give some ventilation through all these doors. I reckon it was the game up when he didn't have a good game. He just punched a hole in the door. Jesus, it could have been. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> these people keep going. Anyway, excited with this. Well, <laughs> <laughs> brace yourself. Apparently, it wasn't that out of the ordinary for the area, though. So it was very common, also pretty common was the fact that she was in debt and she spent all of her benefit money on grog and darts. And that's kind of the lifestyle going on around her too. What else would she spend it on? Not everyone, but... Oh, probably on some nappies. Food for the kids. Electricity. Formula. She, she must yeah. have, did she change the nappies once a she day? She didn't have to buy food for the kids because she sent them off to school to have breakfast. <laughs> To feed them at yeah. the English school. To Jamie yeah. Oliver's school. Well, that's probably how poor the school, the area is. It'd Was that just not schools. private schools or is it all schools? Oh, no, it's all schools, but schools like that in a, probably wow. a area that's a bit doing it tough. They, they do might, breakfast, they'll, they'll try lunch and, feed and them probably more so they get fed at all. Yeah. 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 Her ex-partners described her as lazy and selfish. No. But uh, she's pretty good in bed. She's all those kids. Well, she'll at least lie, lie hot, still. She's hot stuff. Yeah. Knees up Martha Brown. She, she won't cry rape if you jump on board. She's a root rat. She's a root rat. She is a root rat, yeah. She's a root rat. Uh, The father of her first child said she abandoned her two-week-old baby after a fight about darts. I'd taken our stereo into the pawn shop to sell it so we could buy essentials for the baby. Nappies and milk. Mr. Breton, who was her first father of her first child, sorry, Mr. Breton recalled, but typically Karen just wanted cash for cigarettes. She demanded that I go in and get £15 for it, but when I came out with just a tenner, she absolutely hit the roof. She was stood there screaming and bawling how she needed the extra fiver for smokes. Then she just turned her back and went AWOL for days. Have you got $7 for cigarettes cigarettes for me? (laughs) Cigarette Karen. Is she Vicky Pollard? (laughs) Vicky Pollard, she could well, be Vicky, Vicky Pollard. Pollard. I think Vicky Pollard's from Bristol, but yes. With a six-seater pram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
a similar idea. So he also described his Karen as a slob with a violet temper who would hit him with pans and chairs and use appalling language. She would hit him with pans and chairs. Allegedly. Shave pans? I, I do. I take all this stuff and I take it on board, but I guarantee you he would not have been father of the I was thinking, I was wondering that. Yeah. I am sorry, but I have looked at all these gentlemen and (laughs) if only I had met them. (laughs) Yes. No, no, I'm I'm taking a piece. Yes, you're right. You're right. Mother mother one was nowhere near as good as mother five. Well, there are, yes, in some cases there are children to other relationships too. But anyway, they were on and off in terms of their relationship and then they were really off when he came home one day to find a strange man in the house. Karen said, it's over between us. I've got someone new, so get lost. There's a song about that. He would occasionally I found visit. someone new. He's waiting in the car outside. Oh, honey, how could you do it? We, we swore each other everlasting love. Sydney. I said, well, yeah, I know, where we get. Do you know that this song? This guy wasn't, no. wasn't waiting in the car outside. <laughs> he the was already it. moved in by the sound oh. of it. No, I don't know what, what song I'm Sydney Lauper. Money changes everything. Oh. <clears throat> oh. oh, yeah. No, you're right. I do know that. It is just the way you say it. <laughs> 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 I feel so confused. I don't even know if yeah. I know it. Uh-huh. I yeah. would never recognise that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that pitch you had just then was amazing. Yeah, I thought I nailed that. <laughs> okay, so Mr. Father of the Year would occasionally visit to see his son and said Karen never cooked her children a meal. She drank large amounts oh, of alcohol. Oh, thank God you ended that ended with, a with a meal. meal. <laughs> <laughs> no, she never cooked her children. Karen never cooked her children. Well, she's doing well there. But where are we going now? No, no, no. We've got very low standards on Trump, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, she never cooked them. It's all good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's looking after them. And she smokes 60 darts a day when pregnant. Oh. oh. She's probably cut back a bit. She's probably up to 90 while she wasn't pregnant. Jesus. One to be healthy. Anyway, he said Karen just goes from one bloke to the next, uses them to have a kid, grabs all the child benefit and moves on. I was her first victim. Her next two children were to a man called Leon Rose, who was with Karen for two years, in which time she gave birth to Shannon and Ian. Ian first, sorry, Ian and Shannon. Ian went to live with his father, Leon, after they split up, and Shannon stayed with Karen. However, apparently Shannon at some point wrote on her bedroom wall, I want to live with my dad, which may give you an indication as how she was feeling about her mother's parenting skills. <laughs> she wrote it on her bedroom wall. I'm not sure that's good. Well, I don't think that, oh, who knows what was no, going on in that house. It was a cry yeah. for help. It was a cry for help. Anyway, Karen then Rick hooked Astley. Paul Hooker. She hooked Paul Hooker, yeah. I know. I wrote that. I, know. I did it myself. I know. Very good. And they had Daniel together. Things didn't go swimmingly, though, and Paul said, the day I left Karen, she screamed at me to take my son with me. She doesn't care about her kids. She's more interested in men. Her next lover slash father William Marshall, was also also told to take their baby daughter Kelly with him. Now living with a new partner and their two children and six-year-old Kelly, Mr Marshall said, before I took her in, the neighbours used to look after Kelly. Now back to your point, Swanee, took about her in. father of the year. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Before I took her uh, in, yeah. Before I took responsibility for my, my own, own child. child. Yeah. yeah, anyway. And here he goes on to say, I was forced to go around there every day to change her nappy and give her her bottle. 
How, Karen how knew was I he was, forced? Because no one else would do it, so he had no one else option. would do it. But if he wasn't yeah. there, he how to, would he know? Well, he went there every day because otherwise the kid wouldn't have got He fed. went there by yeah. choice because he wanted to be a father. Well, no. You know, for, forced is like I got abducted, I had a gun to my head. <laughs> I don't know that he wanted. I don't know if that's the right word. He just felt like he had, had to because no one else was going to. Correct. Karen knew I was only visiting to see my daughter and she wanted more. She oh, said to no, me one day. don't say it. Oh, can I no, jump on? Sexy, sexy lady. If you don't want to make a go of it, you better take your daughter with you when you leave or I'll throw her out on the doorstep. Oh, God. I took Kelly with me that day. Smart man. Took her in. Anyway, <laughs> in January 2003, a year after Kelly's birth, another boy was born. But the father's identity, which is not on his birth certificate, has never been publicly confirmed. There were other men who found Karen Matthews irresistible. <laughs> Eddie Clayton, 67, said he was her lover for three months. Hang on, ordering- Eddie Clayton, 67? Yes, Eddie Clayton, 67, said he was her lover for three months and bought her an engagement ring from Argos oh. for £36.99. Oh. I miss Argos. Quality. The three times married father of six said. Oh, for- three oh. times married father of six, right, yep. Oh, I this is wrong. Make it stop. <laughs> I was flattered she made me feel young again. I bet she did. Uh. But he had to tell his young lover to take it easy because he suffered from asthma and angina. And then that Come relationship on. finished when she caught up with an old ex-boyfriend behind his back. Swanee, are you plotting this out on a whiteboard? Yes, she's a root rat. Oh, we'll get to the I whiteboard was, in a minute. Because normally I do. I start. All I wrote was I'm yeah. Karen in Yorkshire in 1976. That's what and I got. then you just I've got fascinated. There are too many babies to yeah. map them out. <laughs> then she moved on to Craig Meehan when he was 18 and she was 28. Who she stayed with for four years before the You just the broke crime. up a bit. How old was she? Sorry. He was 18. She was. He was 18. She was 28. She's 10 oh, years tw- old. Okay, 28. Right. And she stayed with, they were together for four years before the crime and he thought he was the father of her youngest child. Now, I don't know about you, but I have no idea if I've covered all the kids. There are too many to count. I'm glad you said that because I couldn't I think that. I know the name Craig And they're Mann. not all named either, so I, I, I couldn't find What do you mean names. they're not all named? You don't the know press. all their names or they in don't the all have, oh, sorry, named They've in all the got press. names. Yeah, They're right. not named in the press because some of them are protected. <laughs> Vacuum, okay. come here. You're, you're Route 7 and you're Route 43. Mm. I don't know who the dad was. And you're a very bad route. <laughs> route 43, that sounds like a road somewhere. Anyway. Well, it is. It's a road to nowhere, fellas. Route it's a road 66. to nowhere. I'm on the road That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Get your kicks on Route 66. Now we have the background. What's the crime? What happened? On February the 19th, 2008, Shannon Matthews, who was nine at the time, Karen's second child, went to a swimming lesson in Dewsbury. Her school friend Megan said, that afternoon we were going to the swimming baths with schoolers and as usual, me and Shannon paired up together straight away. When that was over, we got on the coach back together. Once we got off the coach, something didn't seem right because her mum told her her brother was picking her up that day after school, but he never showed up because normally if, like, she sends one of the kids to pick Shannon up from school, they'd be waiting outside the gates before we even got there. But no one was there. That was literally like the last time I saw her. Do you need to put all those likes in? Is it just because you want to add uh, a quote. quote directly? Yeah, yeah. I was quoting Megan. Like. Yeah. Or Megan, however they were Megan. Saying. Karen rang at 999 and reported Shannon missing and a huge investigation was launched. 
Now, whilst there's no real connection between a crime that took place in May 2007, which dominated the headlines and is still unsolved, the circumstances of that crime and subsequent reaction by the police and investigators did put Shannon's disappearance in the limelight. Where the May 2007 case was the disappearance of Madeleine McCann, uh-huh. the three-year-old daughter of two posh folks <laughs> holidaying in Portugal that gripped the nation and filled the headlines, yeah. Shannon was the harsh but true yep. poor child Correct. of a benefit scrounger. Yeah, yeah. Yep. This meant that there was a lot of pressure on the police and investigators Hang on, Shannon to was respond. nine though too, wasn't she? Not yeah, very. yeah, but she was a, a kidnapped child as far as they were aware. Ah, and because, was she though? Because I feel like she wasn't. The point was because the she was kidnapped. Okay. The point, the reason that it put so much pressure on the police is because there was a question that they wouldn't do as much because she did come from yeah. a poor socioeconomic community. Because they yeah. were Karens. So, yeah. Because the yeah. police were Karens. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was, so they they threw everything they had at it. They certainly did not undercook this investigation. Right. So in short, the investigation and search for Shannon would cost three point two million pounds. Wow, that's a How lot, much? isn't it? 3.2 million oh, okay. squid, yeah. What do you get for that in terms of a search? I'm glad you asked. Thank you. Wow. In the early days of the <laughs> you investigation. You are prepared. That's impressive. <laughs> the police had to ascertain, and this goes back to your whiteboard comment, the police had to ascertain who the family and known associates of Karen, Craig, and the family were. This was pretty complex given the five or six fathers <laughs> to her seven children Could you and all their families. Can we get a bigger wall? Yeah. <laughs> Where normally a family tree would fit on one sheet of A4 paper, this one spanned the entire wall of the incident room (laughs) and everyone on that list had to be interviewed. And I've seen it in a documentary and I'm talking, I think the size is AO, it's like two A3s together or A6. No, A6 is little. I think it's called AO. It's really big. Mm -hmm. Like poster size, isn't it? Poster size, yes. So they had at least eight of these poster size things on the wall with all of these different people and all of their known associates and family trees, and they had to interview all of them. Exhausting. They also already, they also assumed a series of routes that Shannon could have taken to walk the half mile home and undertook a search of every house on those routes over the ensuing days. Oh, they just put a torch in, had a look, didn't, didn't knock. No, no, <laughs> they didn't. They didn't spend six minutes. No, yeah. They went through, Everybody, I think it's yeah. something like 1,700 homes. Wow, wow. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. So Karen was interviewed, obviously, mostly to give the police any information she could about Shannon, where she could have gone, who her friends were, you know, what her habits mm-hmm. were. They also then put a police family liaison officer with Karen and Craig, and it wasn't very long before that officer asked for a second officer to come in as well because they fairly quickly decided that the behaviour was a bit weird of Karen and Craig. She seemed exceptionally calm for a person whose child was missing. And although she definitely turned on the waterworks for the police in interviews, maintaining she had no idea where where Shannon was and that she wouldn't have run away because she was so happy at home and some cock and bull story about how once someone had run away and it it had upset her so much that Shannon knew that it upset her so she would never do that. You know, she kept making this point that she'll never run away so that's not what's happened here. And she was really happy with her loving family. But when she was back at home and not really realising because she's not the sharpest knife in the drawer, our Karen, but she didn't realise the police family liaison officers were watching her behaviour. They're not just there to give you 
make your tea and biscuits. They're also there to observe whether or not any of you are complicit in the crime. Good to know. I'll keep that in mind. I was just going to (laughs) say, you should keep that in mind for just in cases, yeah. So she just continues playing the Xbox with Craig and weirdly watching him play, which I find more disturbing, and tuning in to Jeremy Kyle. Of course, the house was still a mess and so they, they sort of noted the living situation. One of the late liaison officers recalled that her phone rang and she had a, a ringtone of a song on it. And do you remember those polyphonic ringtones that were the all the rage back mm-hmm. in the day? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had the Sex in the City tra- soundtrack of mine, remember, Swanee? Mm-hmm. Karen hears this ringtone, jumps up and says, oh, I love that song, and starts dancing around the living room to this ringtone. <laughs> while her phone's ringing. What a pikey. While the Is it You're a pikey. Oh. You're allowed to say that anymore, are you? I'm not allowed to say that, no. Why is that, Why is that offensive to you? It's offensive who's, to who's offended Irish? by that? Travelers? I think you find it's a pejorative term for the travelling community, yes. <laughs> well, don't put that in. Thanks. Sorry. That We're going to be pikey soon. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. I don't think you can say that anymore. I apologise. I used to no, call my friend. Yeah. I've got a girlfriend who's done I called pikey for years. I love you. I always use pikey. Oh. I know, Pikey. We worked Why do people get offended by being travelling well, community? I was thinking. But I, but I used to use Pikey a lot in the UK. Majority, so I didn't, it's, yeah, it's, it's, Grey Nomad. Like, <laughs> no, I don't think it's a compliment. Yeah, it reminds me of that movie, all. was it Lock, Stock and Two Smoking? What was it? Yeah. Would you no. like a dog? Would you like a dog? Would you like a dog? That was Pikey. With Brad Pitt. That was it, yeah. Was it Lock, Stock, Snatch? Snatch. That's it, yeah. The dog eats the diamond or something. And would you like a dog? Uh, <laughs> yes, that's the one. <laughs> I don't know why Brad Pitt keeps trying to give people a dog, but he does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough about the uh, travelling community of Ireland. Sorry. Yeah. Where was I? Um, oh yes, the, she's dancing to her. So no, she's no, dancing no, around the room to this song. <laughs> It just didn't track for a mother that should have been out of her head with worry. They were like, this is so... Oh, I um, love out this of her head with, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's exactly, I love that this That reminds song. me of my missing um, daughter. Sit down, Karen. Get out of my way. way. I know, I feel it. Yes, exactly. Uh, sit uh, down, Karen. Could you cry a bit more? So, of course, the community, though, they rallied, which apparently some said was quite unusual because, you know, we've kind of already covered Because they're all it's busy not... gaming. Oh, well, I think they normally keep to themselves, let's put it oh, that sorry, way. sorry, my, my mistake. When they're not but on, the this, yeah, on this occasion, they all came out, and even before the police, police had even established a team, there were people showing up, going out, trying to find Shannon. Oh, Shannon nice. Like everyone was, you know, really involved. Good. The police and hundreds of volunteers searched the surrounding areas in freezing conditions. I think we've all seen the sort of images of the hunt, you know, where you've got lines of high-vis geared yeah, up police yeah. searching yeah, in like scary. You know. Schmitty, sorry, yeah. can I just interrupt? Because I'm wondering, it sounds like, to your point about the £3.2 million, pounds, it sounds like the police did do their job, but perhaps the yeah, media were the ones who didn't give Shannon the, the coverage that they gave. Oh, Maddie. no, you're jumping the gun, my friend. Oh, gosh, sorry. 300 police were put on the case in the end. Wow. Interviewing everyone and checking homes of family, local houses, parks and fields. The police also brought in a murder squad and we know that statistically the longer. I'm doing the math. If 300 police did 1,700 homes, that's like six homes each. And they wouldn't all be doing the same role. That's right. Yeah, some were actually like looking in ponds and you know, the whole task force, the whole whole and there'd be people in like offices. There'd be people everywhere. Three hundred is a lot, isn't it? 
There were a yeah. thousand. In- oh, look, I get onto it, but you're killing me. They they did a thousand <laughs> interviews. They they spoke to about three thousand people. Like, calm down on picking up the police. Clark, he wants to cut down. On- oh, sorry, cut down. I can't say the word. The breakdown. He wants to break down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, oh, what each oh, of them was doing. Yeah. And oh, when, yeah, voice. I want to see <laughs> their timesheets. Yeah. Yeah. My role. Because bye. I reckon they've gone, you need to go and knock on houses for the next week and they've gone, <laughs> oh, and that's enough. Let's go and no. have some darts and Let play Carla some, do the let's do some gaming. Math. No, the police were not <laughs> the same as Karen and Craig. Well. Anyway, what I was going to say on a more sobering note was that the, we know that statistically the longer a person is missing, the lower the chances of them being found alive are. And the police were acutely aware of that. So the media went nuts, as we might expect, and the quiet Dewsbury Street Shannon lived on became a media frenzy. Karen complained to the police liaison officers about the media in the street, and she didn't like also being compared to the McCanns. Guilty, guilty. Well, she just thought that they were, you know, hassling her a bit, and also she wasn't very happy with the way they were covering the story because, you know, we're not like the McCann's. I'm not very happy with the way she's behaving in this story. She then accused the police of not doing enough to find Shannon. And I'd like to point out at this point in time, over 500 police and volunteers were out looking for Shannon while Karen and Craig played on the Xbox. No. They never went looking I for reckon, I reckon. Oh. I reckon she's the Xbox. And Craig's been, too many people have been playing her Xbox. Do you know what? I saw this thing when I was watching these documentaries yesterday about a, a man who'd lost his son and, mm. and he would not stop looking. And I, you just yeah. wouldn't. You no, would. Right. It's like you're out, let alone being on the Xbox, but you wouldn't be able to rest. You wouldn't do anything. Your mind, you've just got to be on it, on it, yeah. on it, on it. And the dying wishes, please yes. find them or whatever. It just yes, doesn't of leave you. No. Absolutely. So that's exactly why the police liaison officers were like, something is definitely off here. So for someone who hated the media coverage, she was seen twitching the curtains at her house. Do you know what I mean by that boy? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Gladys yeah. Kravis. It's yep. me. It's my yep. nickname here. Yep. Curtain looking twitcher. down, Looking down at the TV in the lounge room where the live footage of her was playing with the, oh, like, sorry, where, where the live footage of her was broadcast <laughs> playing with the net curtains. What to see if so it was... She's looking at herself. Like you do that when you're in the thing in the supermarket going, oh. She's then laughing and smiling and joking with the liaison officers. And and (laughs) at this point, of course, course, the uh, liaison officers are like, um, what is going on with her? So finally, so uh, what date did I say the young lass went? Was it the 19th (laughs) of February? I don't know, Pop. What did you say? My dad looked like Pop. The 19th of February. So (laughs) on the 20th of February, so a day after. What uh, year? 2008. I've got it. Yeah. It's 19th of, 19th of um, February. Yeah. So the day after that, I thought it was later. That's why I'm a little surprised. But Karen faces the media and she goes out appealing for Shannon to come back and she says, I love you so much. Your brothers and sisters love you so much. Your dad loves you. He's even out there looking for you. And at the time I thought that was weird because Craig hadn't got anywhere, but then I remembered Craig's dad. Like her actual dad and yeah. her actual dad was out there looking for her. And then she she asked if anyone, you know, she says, if anyone has her, bring her back, come back to me, all that stuff. Of course, the, and she's crying and it's all very believable. And the community were concerned that there was a kidnapper amongst them, so they're all keeping their kids at home and getting paranoid. 
and they also raised money for a reward which quickly topped £50,000. Oh, wow. Local businesses took food to the family and one offered for Karen and Craig to do a week shopping on them. She's so living it- her best life right now, isn't she? <laughs> yep, she Can I get sure some is. Just give me some darts, yeah. Yeah. Not quite, not quite. Karen and Craig went down on down to the shop and not only filled a shopping trolley with food but a second trolley with booze. Again, oh, I must there were say, questions. That's smart. Yeah. Well, I said, again, there were questions on priorities, but Karen was a big drinker and it was a stressful time. <laughs> Notably, Karen, <laughs> she had not gone out looking for her daughter. And given how odd things were, Karen was interviewed again by the police because they're like, mm. and she cried a lot and she didn't really give any info, just saying that Shannon. When you say she cried, did she go, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. She kept saying to the police and friends that Shannon was out there in a nice, warm environment, safe and sound, and that someone who knew Karen most likely had her. And she said that on multiple occasions. Would anyone say that if their kid's missing? No one tries to comfort the rest of the world. Well, I think at this point in time, everything has blown up a little bit more epically than she she ever thought it would, right? And I think there's a suggestion that when she's saying this, that it's her way of trying to say. Calm the farm. Yeah. It's not as bad as what you think it is. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I've seen her attend a vigil, I think it is, in a documentary on YouTube, and it is quite weird. There's a crowd singing, he's got the whole world in his his hands. hands. And then they go, they go. He's got Shannon and her family in his hands. No. He's got Shannon and her family. But so to, <laughs> there's some wrong, guy who sound a lot like Paul O'Grady. I had to look twice. He's got the same accent and everything, same area from, but yeah. it wasn't him. Anyway, so I'm looking at Karen. I don't think it was. Looking at Karen and Craig, and Craig's like, let's go up the home. You know, singing it. Karen at this point looks like a deer in the headlights. And her yeah. mouth. It's, you know, when, no, she's not smoking. There are, there's plenty of other footage of her smoking, don't worry. But at this point, she's not. But what's interesting about it is she's, you know, when someone doesn't know the lyrics to something. Yes. And they just sort of go, yeah. you know, like fish mouth. Yeah. She's doing that. And they've already sung Tony lyrics five Abbott. times at this point. It's not hard. And she's just going, yeah. And you could see she just, it's gotten Stone. way. Particularly when it gets to Shannon's name. Oh, what's that kid's name again? Oh, yeah, I can't remember. What are we remember. here for? <laughs> what am I singing for? So a week after Shannon disappeared, police released CCTV footage of her while she, when she left the, the pool, swimming pool and yep. then the school. Yeah. Yep. Karen stayed in front of the cameras, continuing to say that she thought Shannon was fine and with someone she knew, which oh. some people after were like, oh, it does make No one would do that. But they also said, oh, look, in some ways it could have made sense because Shannon was very shy and quiet and there's no way she wouldn't have would have gone off with a stranger. So they did think, well, maybe she is with someone. No, who they her, didn't. Right? Well, you know. No. So calling <laughs> oh, no. Rather grimly, sixteen um, body dogs were drafted to search for Shannon. Is that I, like I, cadaver dogs? Yes, but you don't call them that anymore. Oh, really? I think they're called body dogs. God, is that I'm like because you so... can't call them pikey dogs? Yeah, that's right. Because they're travelling dogs, not pikey tra- <laughs> dogs. Really I don't know dogs. who owns them. Who finds? I think you can call them travelling dogs. What do cadaver dogs? Do, sorry, I can't even say the word. Do cadaver dogs. Cada- do they find it offensive, do they? The reason the you don't say that. Yeah, the cadavers. No, the cadavers. No, who, who, the who's finding offence with that? 
Can you shush and I'll tell you? Yes. The reason we don't call them cadaver dogs is because when you stood next to the family and you say, I'll oh, just got to get the cadaver dog in, All right. it immediately implies that their dead family member is dead. Do they smell out alive people? Yeah, yeah, they smell both. So they call them body dogs now. Yeah. Body mm. dogs. Body dogs. Usually you're looking for a person. Okay, I thought you said body. I couldn't body. body Either dogs, living or body. dead. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it. I was in the shower the other day and I was thinking about. Little Phil? No, I was thinking about Little Phil, you know, the story we did the other day. <laughs> little Phil, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you weren't and a fan of him. About, was he no, pissing no, no, you off in the shower yeah. getting angry? <laughs> and <laughs> the smiling <laughs> buildings. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what my train of thought was that made oh, me think sorry, about you're in the shower thinking about Little Phil. Oh, <laughs> I was no. Thinking about, and then Long I started thinking about it? black leotard, right? The whole body <laughs> leotard. <laughs> And then I was thinking oh, about. Of course, you're in the shower thinking about that. And then I thought, then it reminded. Well, I was, this is I was going thinking, nowhere I, fast, Mitty. I must have been thinking about abort, that show that abort. we did. Yeah. Now, shut up and let me finish, and then I will be done, right? So I was, I was thinking about that show, and then I was thinking about Little Phil and his leotard, and it reminded me of. Rowan Atkinson, when he was in far, uh, not the nine o'clock news, and he used to play this character, an artist, oh. and he'd say, my body is my tool. <laughs> and I thought, I can't believe that I missed the opportunity to, slip that to in. do that in oh. the Little Phil episode. Oh. So you went downstairs and you re-edited it? You went and, oh, and re-edited this and I'll slide it back in. I haven't done Little Phil yet. Or have I? I can't remember. I don't think oh, I have. Oh, that hurt my Does, cheek. Oh, oh, can, can you? Riddle me this: Are they talking about changing body dogs to tool dogs? Then, uh, you know, I don't think so. But I'll be all right with that. I think it's funny. My body is my tool. <laughs> okay, I think little Phil in a leotard was funnier. Yeah, yeah, thinking well, about that in the shower. <laughs> oh. I, don't, I don't even know why it was in a shower. It was all a bit weird. Anyway, so they bring out the dogs, and there was that's a lot. By the way, that's a lot of dogs because there were less than thirty in the whole of the UK at the time. So they brought sixteen out. So they clearly thought at this point that they were looking for a, a body, body and not, not no a- longer a, a living child. Rumors were flying because it's a small town anyway. And the boyfriend Craig was put in the spotlight. And some said he was a bit abusive, having hit Shannon. He says no, no, denied it. We used to roughhouse a bit, but I saw her as my daughter, so I would never hurt her. Then the community started to question pretty much everything, and of course, tips were coming in thick and fast. Given Shannon, had, Shannon hadn't turned up yet. There's nothing course, like a little bit of overzealous policing from the community, though, is there? Well, on this occasion, it was quite useful. They start to turn on them, yeah, when they're not right. like what they say. Yeah. Yeah. Do so tell. Yeah, because one name that came up, which was a courtesy actually of a member of Karen's family, who said <laughs> they told the police earlier on, but they didn't listen, or they probably just had too much to go on. Anyway, it was this bloke who hadn't been on the radar, and his name was Michael Donovan, and he was in fact Craig Meehan's uncle. Craig being the partner at the time, the gamer. So Michael, the gamer, yeah. Michael hadn't helped in the search at all. When most of the extended family were out looking for Shannon, except Craig and Karen, of course, they were busy on the Xbox and downing the free booze. That family tree I spoke of earlier, interestingly, most of that had come from Karen, as in the information had come from Karen. Also, much of the progeny had come from Karen, but (laughs) just the info. Uh, As opposed to everyone else who'd come in, Karen. (laughs) Oh, 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 Uh, too far? (laughs) And she had named all of her exes and their families, but she'd left Michael 
uncle to her current boyfriend out. So they don't know whether that was done on purpose or just an accident. By March 13, so now we're looking at 24 days, by March 13, the police had searched, read 3,000 homes, taken 1,000 statements, here's your numbers for you, Paul, interviewed (laughs) over 200 people, but not Michael Donovan. So that's what 3.2 gets you. That's what 3.2 buys you, yeah. And a lot of, you know, walking around and looking under trees and stuff. With no leads to go on, they decided to have a little dig around to see what Mr Donovan had been up to. And lo and behold, they discovered that 15 months prior to Shannon's disappearance, Michael had, wait for it, kidnapped his own daughter from her foster carers. Oh, my Lord. And apparently they had been fostered out after it was alleged that he'd forced them to watch him have sex with two escorts. And I don't mean the old Ford Escort cars. No. Anyway. That's a relief. Come on, Lucy, out she comes. Yeah, yeah. Get get, get a load of this. Oh, Oh, God. God. Put it away, Dad. (laughs) Right, I've got to drive in that later. (laughs) So unsurprisingly, having discovered this, they went straight over to Michael's house. There appeared to be no one home, but a neighbour said they'd heard a toddler's footsteps in the house mm. even when he wasn't there, as in when Michael wasn't at home. And that was enough for the police to smash in the door and raid the house. There was no one there, or so they thought. As they moved through the house, one of the officers heard a girl's voice say, Stop it, you're frightening me now, and opened the bedroom door. There was no sign of anyone, but then he saw Shannon's head stick out from under the bed. And he went over, he grabbed Shannon, he pulled her out. By the hair. So she's well, just under a bed. Okay, she got away. She wasn't just under a bed. You know a divan bed that's yeah. basically a wooden frame covered by fabric? Oh, yeah. She was inside the divan base. Oh. Oh, okay. So it kind of it was pretty crude. but it doesn't have drawers in it, does it? No, 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 that, no, no. This one was just one of those empty void ones. All right, And yeah. so it was just like really a timber frame with fabric around it and it cut a hole okay. which you could get in and you could sit really quietly and because the fabric okay. just hangs down and if you're not – Looking, yeah, you wouldn't notice it. It was only because she she sort of moved that the policeman saw her. And I tell you what, the police were just they couldn't believe they found her alive. You know, they they would they were flabbergasted and elated. The detectives just how many days had it been? Twenty four. Whoa, that's a lot. So they were they were all walking around thinking we're looking for a body, right? And, yes, it is a very long time. So they were over the moon. They got her out of their toot suite. They took her out and they had her checked over and then someone actually thought to ask her where Michael was and Shannon told him he was under the bed where she had been. <gasps> so back they went. They'd, they'd grabbed her <laughs> and they hadn't even thought to look for him, but that's all right. I can he understand that in the, in the initial moment. I can understand that if she'd come yeah, out, they would have assumed she was there on her own. Yeah. Please don't yeah. tell me they went out and locked the door, front door and... He wasn't away. sexually abusing her. It's all okay, right. for you. No, no. So, well, as far as I'm aware, there's no allegations of that in any of this. Do you need some? But he was, no. So he'd stayed <laughs> under the bed and he was lying there really, really quietly hoping that they'd go away and not realise that he was there. But the police came back in and they extricated him literally kicking and screaming. He made a big fuss. Having On a, a further, tantrum. Yeah, a little bit. On a further search of the house, they found a rubber leash that was used to restrain Shannon, which stopped her from being able to get to the front door. So it was actually hanging off a joist in the loft, and it was, so it was a long thing, and it was like a, almost like a noose that went around her waist, and she couldn't, I don't know why she couldn't get out of it. Like a dog run kind of, of thing. 
kind of thing, yeah. yeah. So she was on a kind of a run. And they also, though, had been drugging her. So she was oh. being given prescription drugs to keep her drowsy. And a, and then there was a list of rules that included, you must not make any noise or bang your feet. You must not go near the windows. You must not get anything or do anything without me being here. I love it. Bean. Bean. <laughs> oh, no. Method. Keep the TV, keep the TV volume low, only up to eight or lower. So, what happened next? Michael's taken down to the cop shop, and he very quickly turns on Karen. When asked during his arrest if he had anything to say, he said, "Yes, go and arrest Karen." <laughs> <laughs> he then told the police that he and Karen had hatched a plan to kidnap Shannon, and after a while, Michael was going to show up, saying he'd found her and get the reward, which they would split. <gasps> and of course, if this is well before it got to 50000 and the crazy town that it was. She must have been assuming, you know, maybe 10000 or something. Now, it does seem pretty stupid, and this goes a bit back to something you were saying earlier, Carla, but it was also a plot line for a Shameless episode oh, no. which had aired a month or so before the disappearance. No. So oh, where she got the idea from? Well, the police denied that this was life imitating art, but the parallels of the Gallaghers and the Matthews are pretty damning. Right. <laughs> On de- December 4, 2008, mum of seven, Karen and Michael Donovan, were both found guilty of kidnapping, false imprisonment and perverting the course of justice. Both were sentenced at Leeds Crown Court to eight years behind bars. Craig Meehan was jailed for 20 weeks after unrelated child sex abuse material was discovered on his computer, or CSA. Is it CSA that they say it? Community CSAM Service Announcement? Child sex abuse. There's, there's some oh, acronym God. for it anyway. Mm-hmm. Karen, who has been dubbed Britain's most hated mum, was released from prison after serving a four-year sentence. Not enough. She has received death threats and, according to the Daily Star, had a pot of scalding hot mushy peas poured on her head yes. as she left her local takeaway. <laughs> Yes. In May 2018, she claimed she is not Britain's worst mum, citing on a, this my neighbour's way worse than me. <laughs> citing the fact that she didn't kill anybody and claimed, and this I think is disgusting, baby peas, mum, and Maxine Carr don't get the abuse I do. Nice parallel to draw there, isn't that awful? And by How the way, that is though they wouldn't. Maxine Carr, no. baby pea was the name given to a poor little boy who was beaten, starved, like tortured to death by his parents. An incredible case of neglect and abuse in the UK, which sparked, I think, didn't it, Carla, like a total review of the social services and that, yeah. yeah. And Maxine Carr was the partner of Ian Huntley who murdered two little girls in Soham. Yeah. And she was accused of perverting the course of justice and also grooming children for Ian's pleasure, I suppose. And she got time as well, although I think she's out. And the funny thing about this woman saying, oh, Maxine Carr doesn't get the abuse I do, Maxine Carr also wasn't a mother at the time that that happened. She is apparently now, though, Carla. She had a baby oh, a few okay. years back then. Oh, and she's had to have, I also read about Maxine Carr, she's had to have about 10 lots of plastic surgery because she's so hounded that she can't get on with her life because people just despise her. Oh, so it's not yeah. plastic surgery to fix the damage that people are doing to, to her to different. disguise herself, like Nicole Kidman's prosthetic different. nose in the hours. In the hours. So the press continue to report on our mate Karen. They don't like her choice in partners as she is with a man once convicted of sexually abusing a 15-year-old. She has gone from menial job to menial job and, frankly, probably isn't worth the ongoing attention. And there you go. And that so that is the kidnap of 
Shannon Matthews, perpetrated by her own mother, the the most hated mother in Britain. I remember. Wow. It. Thought you would, yeah. So do I, because I remember going, "Oh my god, they found her!" Like you know, like everyone, it was a bit they like, never "Oh, find out. yeah, it's not going to happen." Because they usually mm. don't. Forrest Gump probably did put it best when he said, "Stupid is, is and stupid, stupid does." does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just it speaks to a whole part of that society, doesn't it? Where it is really feral. Get me Lambert and Butlers. Yeah, and. I don't. Know, I can't. I couldn't even tell you what a really good cider is or a really cheap cider is because I would have white flash. Was it white lightning or flash? Dickens. Or she would have drunk Dickens. Remember, it came sure. like in, there was one that came in like a, a large silver, like like a soft drink bottle. Even do you remember that white lightning yeah. or something? Like that I know. Was I, do, I know what you mean, but I can't remember what it was called. I would never have drunk it. So because yes. I thought you were going to say something like that. She gets up in the morning and has like an iron brew or those things. Oh. You know. The, Hey, hey, hey. I know you. I know you're going to start. Don't brew. I like a good ear and brew myself. <laughs> I don't doubt it. Especially the zero sugar one. Yum, yum. What but was that's that not the same as a, yeah, I'm thinking more like a scrumpy. A scrumpy jack. I, had, yeah. I got scrumpy jack in a four litre plastic container. <laughs> white lightning of- was a brand of English white cider produced from the early 1990s to 2009. That'll be it then. Yeah, maybe that's what the oh, second God. trolley. The it just looks like it's so cheap. It looks like a Domestos or something. Oh, yeah. it does, oh, look, it does like look like that's Domestos. An, that's an alcoholic drink. Imagine oh, how cheap that was. Jesus, and you can clean the extra fifty percent well. free. Yeah, oh, extra fifty percent free. Nice dose of cirrhosis of the liver with that mm-hmm. one. Oh, there's an article in 2011. White cider is becoming like heroin among alcoholics. Oh, Jesus. Sorry, that's a little bit of a How so? Are they robbing houses <laughs> for yeah. it? Or are they injecting <laughs> it? Surely you don't get that euphoric from it. Or they're just dying suddenly with frothing, throthing, yeah. frothing mouths, kind of say it. Does Novocaine help? I don't know that they had it in our local. And I know you'll be disappointed because I did read them, but I didn't write down the name of the drugs that she was given. But interestingly, Shannon's hair showed signs when they did some toxicology on it of that she had actually been being drugged by her mother for months and months in advance of this. Apparently she liked to drug her the best, and this could be a tip for you, Swanee, yeah. during the school holidays when she got oh, in yeah, the way the do with them. Yeah, so she oh. would give her a bit of diazepam. I think, I think, I think it was diazepam. I think it was diazepam and make her sleepy, yeah. God, goodness. I don't even know where she got the prescription drugs Do you know from. how yeah. Shannon is nowadays? Shannon and her siblings' names have been changed and they have been rehomed, for yeah. want of a better expression. Rehomed. <laughs> Yes. That was the word that was in my head, and I was thinking, "What is the correct word?" And then you I'm, said it. I'm guessing they were fostered, fostered. out, and, yeah, yeah. But but also pro- not to um, other family members, so they didn't go yeah, to, not to the family tree or the family forest or, or the family or the tree no. of life. Is it? Yeah, and. And so we don't know where Shannon is now. And she has no connection with the mum or she probably wants to? Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Okay. But apparently her mother, Karen, was given parenting classes when she was in jail. Mm, and, bec- and they basically said because she may well go on to have more children and so she should learn something now about how to do that. That's not parenting. That's having a fucking moral compass. Well, yes. And She's I think, just breathing. Um, She's not parenting. Yeah, that's different. She didn't seem she, – she also, though, is they she talked about – No, they talked about her diagnosis about for herself and she wasn't just neglectful of the children. She was pretty neglectful of herself too. So after she had every child, she, she'd do a Kelly Lang and check herself out of hospital 
against their advice and that sort of stuff and just go home and probably get back on the piss and the darts, yeah. Yeah. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Bad boy, I think you kind of glossed over the, what was it, wasn't the dad, was he the step, I don't even know if he was. The uncle? No, the boy was the Craig. Oh, little, little so Craig. So Craig, how long did Craig, Craig end up in hospital? Craig had nothing to do with it. No, I know, but how long did Craig end up in hospital, I just said? Didn't I say hospital? Uh, twice, yeah. Jail. You mean Sorry. prison. Yeah, 20 weeks. So oh, I don't know 20 how weeks for his CSA. Okay. I think what happened was he, they may have taken his computer yeah, because they, they were investigating and then they found this. So that was not the but best. But he had no idea? No, no, he wasn't involved in it. There were a couple of other people whom I can't recall who were charged either with, I think it was hiding yeah. conspiracy or hiding. There, there were know, a couple right? of other people that were involved in it. For in not some dobbing, ways, I think is the correct term. And they did it to get Could have been for not what? dobbing, yeah. Money. The reward money, yeah. So they didn't but, know that would happen. They assumed that that would happen. Is that correct? Yeah, I think they yeah. said, like "Oh, look, it's really pre go fund me, but we can we can probably frankly, make some dosh early." Five hundred pounds, they would have been happy with that. You know, like they wouldn't have expected to go up a few. And they were going to find it. I think he was booze. so dumb. He should have just taken her back earlier. Yeah. Like, why was he hanging on to her? Because if the plan was. Wander into a police station and say, I found her. She was hiding under my bed. Yeah. And she's taken a lot of drugs and that's why she's been there. <laughs> then, you know, well, see, the thing about the rewards is if it's worded as a reward for any information that leads to yeah, finding yeah. Shannon versus, you know, leads to an arrest. Yeah, yeah. So it's, I don't know what the terms of the yeah. reward was. So I think I know there's you know a lot of circumstance and whatnot, but honestly, someone who this is a lot of what's wrong with the world today, the fact that people go, I might get you know fifty thousand pounds, but we're going to spend three point two million looking for a kid that is mine that I've helped kidnap the angst that's caused the community the fact that people have donated money you know all these things so that selfish little karen can try to get herself a quick buck like ugh, four years isn't enough she needs a whole lot i don't think it is either i'm surprised she got eight years but obviously she's a model prisoner yeah she found god she was actually. She, she did didn't find have God. Any more kids. She did. She she found God. She prayed she to get through it did. because, well, they put her in. I think this was a bit harsh. They put her in a part of the jail with all the child killers, um, and so she, I think she did cop a lot in jail. I think she That's got a lot okay. of she got beatings and stuff. Over her head. I'm okay no, with she got that. she got beaten up quite a lot, and you know she's not a particularly tough individual. So I think jail was pretty harsh for her. I'm bothered. No, I can see that. I'm happy to sentence, and I'm going to sentence Karen because, you know, she wasted a lot of people's time, to your point. And I think the reason that they say she's England's or Britain's most hated mother is because it's not that, it, well, it is that she organised uh, to have her daughter kidnapped, but it's the duplicitousness of yeah, it. Yeah, most shittest person. Fact that, well, everyone who, for good charity, said, oh, it's the right thing to do, we'll all go out, we'll look for this kid, or it's the right thing yeah, to do, we'll yeah. put money towards it. It's the right thing to do, we'll try and help this family. To feel, you know, so done over, I think that's a lot to and do with the psychology to the of why they're so furious. And like just... Well, I think the press did that, to be fair. Yeah, but she could have gone, that's nothing like that, is it, though? I have a feeling I'm psychic. 
I think she might be with Uncle Michael. <laughs> yeah, she's in with people who she knows and they're keeping her warm or some shit. Yeah. So my sentence for Karen, because I do think four years, even if she had it tough, probably isn't appropriate. But I'm going to ask you to cast your minds back to a story I did quite a long time ago. I'm going to have to look up his name. About the Brazilian cannibal. Oh. Oh. Anyway, the Brazilian cannibal, if you remember, Jorge, Jorge something. Jorge. Montenegro, Jorge Montenegro or something like that. It'll come to me. He was very angry with women. those young women who were having children out of wedlock. Yes. That's right. He wants to. And yeah, he thought that they were, you know, destroying the society. The fabric of society. Yes, and they were very, very bad. So I'm going to send Karen to Try by One Will where she – We'll live in a village with Jorge, George. I think I just called him George. Yeah, I think you did. I think she can go and live with Georgie. Georgie, that's it, yeah. Yeah. So she can go live with Georgie and Georgie will be obviously off his nut like he is and want to try and eat her on occasion and so she's just going to have to keep running and it's good for her health because she could lose some of that weight she put on eating chocolate and chips in jail and she's lost most of her teeth as a result apparently. Anyway. She was eating what chocolate and chips in jail. Oh, my favourite diet. But yes, yeah, she she got a bit depressed, so she was eating. How did chocolate she have and access chips. to it? It's prison. It's not the moon, you know. Like no, I know, but they're just, they're, they're, they should be having treats. Good chat. They should be having, they should be having treats. <laughs> I've told you before, prison's about rehabilitation. Mm. Yep. What about you guys? Uh, I want a sentence to a good old fashioned lynching. <gasps> like just oh, get the whole so. village, everyone who donated money, the people who paid the taxes for the $3.2 million, um, a little bit like about what's going on in northern Queensland at the moment where the community just has an uprising and goes, we will not tolerate this and therefore we'll get it. Does that relate to the young teens? Yeah, yeah all of the brilliant, youth crime at the moment. Yeah. Oh, it's a bit more than, yeah, sorry, I haven't. I haven't been that. following this I, at I'm all. I'm aware yeah, of some I, of it. It's a bigger either. piece, isn't it? There's a lot about you. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I think you're right. I'm no youth expert crime. on it. But yeah. I do think I she think needs a right. good lynching. I want it to be a, a community-led punishment for all the people that she's done wrong by because she hasn't just done wrong by her daughter. She's done wrong by a whole lot of people and therefore they all need a little bit of opportunity to punish. All right. Okay. <laughs> could you use any of that? <laughs> Jorge Negromonte, oh, that's oh, it. How could you not yeah. remember that name? Montenegro, you know, close enough. Oh, that's on the two Negromonte, I mean, it's literally just well, two you're letters turned yeah. around. Serbia and Montenegro, Jorge and Negromonte. That was episode 29. This is episode 91. 91. I mean, come on, that's Ooh. pretty good memory. You've done well. Me, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Swanee, go for it. Well, okay, so I'm, I'm deciding to work in sort of the territory that I'm comfortable with, which is... Psychological I nut punch. I think mm. not quite. Well, kind of. Good. Karen needs to wake up and just have to do the hard yards. I want her to do a little bit of weekend sport. I want to have to do a little <laughs> bit of the shit that I have to do. It's going to be exactly. She's going to have to be mum's taxi. And I want her to have to do a good job and I want it to just be annoying, Sarah. hard. You know what I mean? Just I thought painful. I thought running around with Jorge uh, yeah. Negramonte was no. nasty, but you have topped it again. Yeah. Absolutely. I so could she's not think got of a 
just worse. just have to be a really to seven, stand not three, up on the job mum. How many kids she got? Seven. Seven. And yep. I want them all doing sport, all out doing after school activities. She's got she has to work with the budget that she's got, so she's got to be doing breakfast at home, recess, lunch, after school snacks, and healthy dinners. That woman is going to be. That's a punishment that I wouldn't want. Trust me. <laughs> I don't. I don't pretend that I could do any of that stuff. I do Canteen I, I, lady. I, I, I dabble. I dabble. And no durries because you're around kids. kids. That's exactly that's right. right. She's she can't smoke near the kids. She can't drink with while she's got the kids because she's got to be driving all of them around to different yep. sports activities. She's going to be busy, and she's got to keep busy, the house clean. Busy, busy, busy. That's right. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a model mum, and to do that, she's going to just have to, you know. Get into it and get involved and do what's required yeah, for nice. all seven of them. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, Schmitty, nice. I just want to go back. So I've just Googled the term lynch mob because I feel like I've been harshly done by. And it says a lynch mm. mob is an angry crowd of people who want to kill someone without a trial because they believe that person has committed a crime. That's what I want for Karen. doesn't have to necessarily have to kill her but hurt her a lot. Okay. Public flogging maybe? Well, you know, put her in the stocks. Rocker. See, I'd I'd get her to do the walk of shame like Cersei, yeah, but I wouldn't want to see her naked. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to see her yeah. naked. Nobody needs to see that. Oh no, thanks. Craig Matron. doesn't mind. Enough people already have. That's right. Oh. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> and on, on those judgy little messages that yes. Swatty and I just ended with. Thank you very much, guys. I thought you'd enjoy that. I think you did. Great story. Yeah, well played. It's fun. Miss you already. Ta-ta. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Trial by Wine. You can contact us at trialbywine at gmail.com. Please rate, review and subscribe to Trial by Wine on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to support us, you can become a patron at www.patreon.com, Trial by Wine. Or visit our website, www.trialbywine.com to donate to us. Your support will help us cover many more cases and apply wacky sentences. We really appreciate you listening and hope you tell everyone about us. Our cover art is by John Christo and music is by Beauchamp from pixabay.com.